This message was recorded at the Redeemed Christian Church of God Salvation Center, where we're maximizing potential and fulfilling destiny. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to the following message.
Because if he wasn't, I couldn't hang around him. You know what I'm saying? We're faithful to each other. We love each other. And uh, he's my brother. Amen? So I want to talk about authority today. I want to talk about something that God gave unto me that, I, that, that I've been talking to at our church because authority is so important to us as believers. Authority, if I can give you a definition, it's what's called shared power. Everybody say shared power. Shared it's power. where I share my power with you to do what God has called for us to do. Now, this is critical. Everybody say critical. This is going to be critical in understanding the definition because there's a difference between power and authority. Okay? I was in Houston the other day. Am I going too fast? Okay, good. I was in Houston the other day, and while we're in Houston, we're going down the road, and, and uh, we go over to the Galleria, and girlfriend wanted to go shopping. Oh, God, help me today. And uh, <laughs> while she's over there shopping, I'm walking down the road, and I hear this whistle blow. And when I heard the whistle blow, I looked to the right, I'm like, what in the world is that? Well, it was a police officer. And the police officer was there blowing his whistle, and all of a sudden, when I saw him, I kind of stopped in my tracks because I'm saying, oh, okay, that's a person of authority. Are you with me here today? Everybody in this room has the ability to go out and get your own police suit if you want to. The issue is you may have the power to do it, but you don't have the authority to back up what you're doing. Everybody with me on that one? So when it comes to authority, your authority is only as strong as the government that's behind. Everybody with me on that one? If you don't have a government behind you, then your authority is worthless. So let's go a little bit further than for me before I get to my scripture. That's critical because when you understand authority and you understand that Jesus gave us the authority, then you're going to understand that, wait a minute, I don't have to be afraid of the devil. Oh, see, y'all look quiet on that right there because maybe, maybe some of y'all are afraid of the devil because somebody tell you they're going to put something on you. They're going to put something around your house. They're going to put a spell on you. Well, listen, I told our church, and I'm going to say it here today just like I told them. You with me? If you try to put a spell on me and kind of put chicken bones around my house and all that kind of stuff, listen, I like a two-piece from churches. Yeah, y'all ain't saying that here. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, don't forget the gravy and the mashed potatoes. Because the Bible says the greater one lives on the inside of me, and because greater is he that's in me, I ain't got to worry about all that kind of stuff you talking. Because when I start worrying about the stuff you talking, then all of a sudden your stuff is going to put me in bondage. Can I get a witness here today? So in Matthew chapter number 7 and verse 28, the Bible says it this way, Matthew 7 and 28, it says, and it came to pass when Jesus had in these sayings, the Bible says, the people were astonished at his doctrine for he taught, everybody say taught. taught. He taught as one having authority and not as the who? The scribe. So he didn't talk like other folks who were around the church. He didn't talk like church folk. Church folks say things like, I don't know how we're going to make it. You mean to tell me God is on your side and you don't know how you're going to make it? Wow. I, I, I was telling our church today, Pastor, I was praying for them, and I was saying to them, because uh, God told me to do something for our church today that I think I want to do here today. He says, number one, pray for their gasoline. And then he says, not only that, but also pray for their money. I said, okay, God, why are we going to pray for their gasoline and their money? He said, because too many in the church world right now are saying what you're seeing on TV. And you roll up to the, the gas pump, and you're like, I can't believe these prices are so high. Oh, my God, look at these prices. And you're saying all that kind of stuff, but you forgot that in the Old Testament, can I talk for a minute? You forgot in the Old Testament where when the woman had an issue, the man of God says, go get me all the, 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 the vessels that you can and spare not a few. And what God told her said, when you get that, I want you to now go get your oil. 
That's what gasoline is made out of, right? And the Bible says as long as there was a famine or as long as she had vessels, she poured in and it did not run dry until it was at the end. Everybody with me on that one? Listen, God says your car ain't about to give out of gas. Not, not if you on his side. Watch this. Because he already promised that he would rebuke the devourer for our sake. Amen. Oh, y'all ain't saying that today. Because I, I might be in a room where there may not be a lot of tithers here. But if you ain't no tither, are y'all with me? I say you better start today. Because there's a plan that God wants to do for you in your life. And you've been trying to do it on your own. And you can't, ah, oh, I feel like preaching here today. Yeah, you, you can't get there on your own because you're so concerned about this price and that price and what is happening here and what is happening there. Can you remember when you couldn't pay your light bill a long time ago? And, and, and now you already passed that. Maybe some of y'all can't pay your light bill right now. But, but I'm here today to tell you right now, but the same God that brought you out of that is the same God. Oh, I feel like preaching here today. I, I said the same God. But what you got to do is get out of this thing called spiritual amnesia. Where you forgot about what he done for you in the past. Hmm. God did something for me a few years ago. And uh, he reminded me of where I came from. It caused me to have a lot of boldness in my life. Because back in 1987, I had an automobile accident that left me paralyzed on this side of my body. I used to walk like this. I used to drag that leg. I used to drag that arm like that. I used to go to church. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, well, praise the Lord. I guess I'm just going to be like this the rest of my life. Listen, some of y'all walking like this in the spirit right now. Because you think that God can't deliver you out of what you're going through. You don't believe that the same God that we serve that says, I have all power, and I've shared my power and authority with you, that he can bring you out of what you're going through right now. Let me tell you something. How many of you are not from America? Raise your hand. Are y'all with me? You remember that urge that you had when you wanted to get here? And regardless of the hell or the high water you had to go through, you say, I'm going to get here? Now you've gotten here and you're acting like Americans. No, no, no. See, your struggle ain't like it used to be, where you used to drive. you like, you know, you get up early in the morning, I'm going to America. And you spoke it out of your mouth. I'm going to America. I'm going over there. I'm going to get this. I'm going to be that. I'm going to be a millionaire. And you had all that kind of drive and zeal and everything else. And now you get over here, you don't even want to come to prayer meeting. Oh, my God. Oh, you lost the drive. I came to wake that drive back up here this morning. Come on, you got to get here because the word of the Lord says, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Oh, my, 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 my. See, you think you come in here to see pastors. No, you come in here to meet God. Yeah, I'll clap for myself because I'm preaching better than your amens right now. Hallelujah, somebody. So listen, the Bible says in Luke chapter number 10 and verse 17. Can I read it to you for a minute? It says, and the 70 returned with joy. Are y'all with me here today? What happened was that Jesus had sent the 70 out, right? And he sent them out, and he says, I'm going to give you power and authority over the devil, right? And it says, and the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, what did they say? Even the what? Demons. The demons are subject unto us through thy what? Thy name. In other words, man, we operating just like you, Jesus, because we got that same power that you had. We, we got that same power on our life. And they said, wait a minute, you cast out devils. Now, 
we can cast out devils. Let me tell you something. It's hard to cast out something you're afraid of. See, when I was going through this situation like this, I had gotten so, uh, can I make a word up? I I became churchified. Okay, because, you know, I'd gone through the traditions, but I lost my power. Because I'm just going to church and just having a good time and, and, you know, and just going back home, going back to work the next day and so forth. And now I'm at a point where I need God again. To make a long story short, I was in the Air Force at the time. I spent 20 years in the United States Air Force. And, uh, yeah, thank you. I've been retired 20 years, and I love a check. Praise the Lord. Every month is consistent on a monthly basis, right? And uh, I remember I went to church, and every night God would say, you know what, I've put my word in your mouth. And I'm like, I, I, God, I don't want to be a preacher. I just don't want to do that. I'll do everything else. I just don't want to be a preacher, okay? Because I didn't want to be poor, because I thought preachers had to be poor. <laughs> Y'all laughing. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like, I don't want to be poor, God. And every night God would show me ministering to his people. And so what God would tell me, he says, listen, I've called you to preach to my people, not black people. And oh, y'all didn't catch that. Yeah, yeah. Did, did y'all not black? Is that politically correct? Yes. Thank you very much. Because if it's not, who cares? There we go. So, and so, and so he tells me that, and I'm going through this thing, and and every night I would say, God, I'll, I'll do what you call me to do, but I just don't want to do that. I'll, I'll, God, I'll make a great deacon, God, but I just don't want to be a pastor. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll do. It. God says, No, but I'll call you to do what I tell you to do. Lo and behold, they were getting ready to discharge me from the military. And um, I feel that thing coming on right now. And uh, I went to church on a Sunday night. And the Bible says we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the words of our testimony, right? Well, lo and behold, the blood of the lamb has already been shed. But I didn't have that authority or that testimony on my lips. Because I was saying what the doctor said. The doctor said, you're going to be this way all the time. The doctor was saying, we can't figure out what's going on. The doctor was saying this, and the doctor was saying that. And some of you are saying what the doctor said, instead of saying, by his stripes, I am healed. You know, so, so, so we, say, we say what the doctor says. There's nothing wrong with saying what the doctor says, but you got to understand there's one who's a greater doctor who's never lost a patient, right? And so I, I, I said, well, praise the Lord, and I start doing that. And so I went to church that night, and they said, well, would that be someone who has a testimony? I'm like, I'm not going to say nothing. And I, I'm, not, I'm just not going to say nothing, because by this time I'm mad with God. How can he let me be like this? How, how can some of y'all who've lost a loved ones know what I'm talking about? Because you mad with him because he thought he should have left him a little bit longer. Like he can't treat them better than you can. And so I would say, God, I would just, I'd come to church, man, I'd be sitting there just feeling sorry for myself and just crying and everything and just kind of going through the motions. And all of a sudden, this is what happened. I go to the church that night, and this guy named Edward Stanford says, hey, get up and testify, man. Testify the goodness of the Lord. I'm like, I don't want to say that. And they say, will there be another? I'm like, I'm not going to say anything. Will there be another? And I heard the voice of God say, boy, you better get your behind up. You with me today? I stood up and I said, I, I, I want And I was crying. You know what I'm saying? Oh, y'all laughing at me. See, you, she laughing at me, man. I was about to get serious and she laughing at me. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I was like, I'm like God, I want, to, I want to thank you for, watch this, for my healing. Whoa. When I said that I felt like the matrix because I wanted to get those words back. 
because I did not know how God was going to do what he said he was going to do. And lo and behold, all of a sudden, when, when, when I said that, my, my, my body immediately received strength. And I took off running around the church. Are y'all with me today? So, so watch this. If you, if you ever see me dance before the Lord, I'm always dancing like this on this leg right here. Because that's the one I couldn't move. And every time I dance now, it's like Satan, you lost again. You no good. Hallelujah, somebody. Woo, my God, help us here today. My God, hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Woo, my, my, my. Man, my, instantly my, 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 my strength came back. And when it came back, I started running around the church. The church was like, what has happened? Can I tell you why? Because if we're not careful, we're going to get comfortable. And the Bible says in the book of Matthew chapter 16, excuse me, of Mark chapter 16, he says, these signs shall follow them that believe. Do I have any believers? Oh, my God. Can I shift from my note for a minute? Can I get a, a Mark chapter number 16 up? Yeah, there we go right there. It says, these signs shall follow them that believe. Watch this. Believe what? In my name. Yeah. It's not about your power. It, it's about his power. Yeah. He says, in my name they shall what? So if he said, look, in my Bible, that's written in red. So that's Jesus talking, right? Yeah. So if he says you're supposed to cast out devils, guess what you're supposed to be doing? You ain't supposed to be running from them. Hallelujah, somebody. And then he says, and they shall speak with what? New tongues. Oh, my God. Hallelujah, somebody. I'm not talking about your native language. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when the unction of the Holy Spirit comes upon you and your spirit begins to talk to the spirit of the Most High God, as it says in 1 uh, Corinthians 14 and 14. Are y'all with me here today? Look, something supernatural happens. But watch this. He says, these signs shall follow them that believe, right? The other day, I went and I saw an accident. And when I, I said, wait a minute. There was an accident here. Pastor Joyce, this is what's interesting. When I saw the accident, I didn't see the accident. I saw the tow truck. I saw the tow truck putting cars on the back of it. And my mind says that had been an accident. So even though the accident happened, and I knew it was an accident, I didn't see the accident. I only saw the signs. Wait a minute. Oh, y'all didn't catch that. I didn't see the accident. I saw the sign. Are y'all with me here today? Oh, see, you got to understand, Jesus already died. But he's looking for somebody that the world can know that there's still some signs in the earth. Oh, y'all, y'all, he's looking for some signs that's going to let the world know, hallelujah, that God is still in charge. Uh, but if it don't come from the church, where's it going to come from? Where's it going to come from? Tell me, where's it going to come from? Am I out of camera range? I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. Where's it going to come from? Come on, it's not going to come from Washington, D.C. Who cares who the president is? I do. But who cares? (laughs) Who who, who cares who the president is? But my job is not to get so much caught up into the political thing. My my job is to be the man of God who speaks the word in authority over the, oh my God, help us here today. See, that's something you got to understand, that when you speak authority, when you speak the word of authority, it's not just over circumstances. You have authority over things. Some of y'all don't have your blessing because you won't speak to that thing. 
And the Bible already said uh, in the book of Hebrews that faith is a substance of things. So, and I just, no, no. I just don't believe believers should have nice things. The devil is a liar. Oh, no, no, no. You got to understand. Look, I'm a, I'm a pilot. I fly air, airplanes, right? So I'm waiting on my jet right now. Oh, no, no. I, I speak that thing out of my mouth. Y'all hear what I'm saying? And if you ain't got to believe it, but when next time I get on the one that I fly around here, I'm going to just drop a couple of pamphlets out of the sky. I'm going to let you know that hey, bishop is flying over right now. You hear what I'm saying? No, no. See, you got to understand. Because you have authority over things, and because we're supposed to operate just like God, Jesus spoke to things. He spoke to the wind on one occasion. He spoke to a fig tree on one occasion. And it was not just for him. He said, wait a minute, Joshua. I want you to speak to the sun and tell it don't move until you get through with the water. Moses, I need you to talk to the water and it's got to divide. This is not just Come on, say, oh, yeah, I feel like a preacher now. Ah, yeah, 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 don't mess with me now. Don't mess. No, see, you, you have the authority. God has given you authority over things. So you want the car? Speak to it. Ladies, you want a husband? I, I had to stop for a minute because he never told you to speak to it. He told you to go hide. Because he that findeth a wife, yeah, so you go hide. Maybe you need to speak to the bush. I'm hiding over here, bush. Come on. Move out the way so he can see me. But listen, you have authority. Come on, sit with me. I have authority. So, so, so this is what I want. I, I want the 70 return, and they say, Lord, you've given us this power and authority over demons. You've got power over demons. Okay. Can I go a little further, Pastor? Is, is that my clock right there? Okay. So, so, so. I saw some of y'all. <laughs> because you have power over demons, that means, number one, you should not be afraid anymore. You, you, you got to learn how to control your mouth. The book of Proverbs says, the power of life and death so so you gonna have whatsoever you say mark talks about in the book of mark how he talks about he says we are to have the faith of god with me and he talks about how you're supposed to speak the things and things are supposed to come into existence can i get amen here today but if you speak and you don't have the authority to go along with it you're gonna miss it are y'all with me here today john can you come in for a minute I, I, I found the, 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 the reason why most people don't have the authority that they need. Are y'all with me? It's because of this right here. Just play patty cake with me. Okay, I'm going to be the good guy. You're going to be the devil. Okay, all right. Because you're still patty caking with the devil. You, you, you say you're on God's side, but you've gotten pretty good at this thing. Well, you're like, now, oh, my goodness. Get out of here, Satan. 
See, you ain't got no authority in your voice. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey ladies, you know what I'm saying? You we, we, keep playing, cause he, he ain't stopped his game. Yeah. See, see what happens is this. Hey, 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 ladies, check this out. You at home and it's 11 o'clock at night, and you know God says don't take that phone call, cause you know if you do, Boo is gonna show up, and and so you say. Hello. See, you ain't got no authority. You already defeated. Boo is already in your driveway. Are y'all with me here today? And you ain't got no power over Boo nor you. Are y'all with me here today? And then next thing you know, on Sunday morning, we got a hold up service. Because you have to yell, oh, God. <laughs> you done fell out in the Man, I almost messed up my suit, man. Look at yeah, you, you done, yeah, you done, good. Because you didn't have no authority. Because you didn't mean what you were saying. No, there's a difference between when you mean what you say and you say what you mean. So in other words, you're going to say stuff like, no, as opposed to, no, God. So you're still patty kicking with the devil. So watch this. You get so good at it. Got your own move. That move is when you come to church, you act like you're saved. And you act like you're a Christian. And you act like a believer because you know how to say all the right words. Hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, I saw the video a few minutes ago. I might join the team, man, to dance with me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you're still patty-caking with the devil. And so since you're patty-caking with the devil, we come up with excuses like, well, I just, I'm not going to give my life to the Lord because I don't play with God and because I don't play with God so you're telling me because you don't play with God you're just going to continue to play with the devil I know you don't want to say it like that but that's the truth because you can only play with one or the other it's either God or the devil hey, can I go a little bit further for a minute can, can, just, just hold on for a minute see what has happened in the church world we've made the devil equal with God and he is not equal with God. He is a fallen angel. And because he's a fallen angel, oh, you can't tell it because most church folk be like, oh, the devil is the devil that the devil. Why come you can't say, but God did this and but God did that and, and but God did this. I woke up and God did that. And I woke, well, see, you can't say that because when you go to work, they don't want to hear you say that. But the devil is a liar. You better get some God talk back in your mouth. Because notice when they talk about it in the Word of God and the Bible talks about how David met Goliath. Anybody know that story? Not one time did David talk about how big he was. David talked about his family. Who is that? Uncircumcised. In other words, your mama and daddy couldn't even get you circumcised, boy. Who is that uncircumcised Philistine that's going to defile the armies of the living God? He not one time talked about the spirit of the size of his weavers. No, that's all the mother folk. You don't care what the enemy looks like because he ain't in your class. You're in the God class. I'm in the, my God. When I, when, I, when, when I discovered that, my life's changed. Can I close with this? I said, can I close with this? Do I need to do like I do at church? I got the clue now. That's what they do in the I grew up in an environment. Thank you, Ella Joy. You. You're no longer the devil anymore. All right, here we go. I grew up in an environment where my family, we came from poverty. Because we came from poverty, um, 
Look how, how poor we was. We could not afford the OR. We just was poor. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. That's pretty good. Yeah. P-O-O-R. We couldn't afford the OR. Okay, so we just poor. Oh, okay, you got it. Okay, she got it now. All right, yeah. We're so poor. Um, and I grew up with a learning deficiency. Can we talk? And my learning deficiency was like this. I, I had reading issues where I didn't learn like everybody else. So they call me special. Yeah. Because I didn't learn like everybody else, Pastor Sonny. When I was a child, I used to say, like, Johnny went up the hill. Uh, Johnny went down the hill. And she laughing at me again. <laughs> and Johnny went around the corner, and the teacher would say, Derek? I said, yes, ma'am. What did Johnny do? I said, ma'am, Johnny who? <laughs> That's the way I learned. And I thought all y'all was safe. Y'all just laughing at the preacher, man, right? <laughs> and so I was like, Johnny who? She's like, okay, something a little different about this kid. Throughout my entire life, I did not have a proper view about myself because I thought other people were better than I was. Other people were smarter than I was, even though my parents did not raise me that way. You with me? And I was a pretty good athlete. I got 10 minutes. I'm not going to take them all, I promise you, in Jesus' name. Uh, yeah. That was a loud amen. You shouldn't have said it that loud. Yeah. And... Uh, and I would take those tests in school where they test you and they wanted to know how much you learn. I was always in the lower percentile. But they said he would make a good garbage man or something like that and stuff like that. Well, today garbage men make over 20 something dollars an hour, so that, that's not bad. Um, yeah. And so I'm like, okay, so my view of myself was off. It was not as God intended. Yeah, with me today? And so I would say, okay, God, you know, um, I, 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 I would live a certain life because people loved me from the outward appearance because I was a good athlete. But they didn't understand the battle that I was fighting on the inside because I couldn't understand like everybody else. What I've now later learned was the teacher was not smart enough to teach me. So can I tell you what happened? I can remember taking the SAT test in school. Anybody know what the SAT test is? Yeah, I took it. My score was SAT. I sat my behind in there until it was over with, and I left. Because I didn't know. I'd never forget, though, I had a drive, and, and I said, okay, I'm going to graduate from high school because they're going to push me through because I was a good athlete. Pastor Sonny, check this out, man. I, I, I get to my first college algebra course, and I'm sitting in there, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God. I'm going to fail this course. Oh, God, help us here today. Oh, God, I don't know how I'm going to make Oh, man, I'm just going to fail this course. And I'm sitting there. I'm talking to myself because I wasn't getting it like everybody else. <laughs> I'm doing like this. Oh, my God, how are you going to go? Oh, God, help us here today. And I hear the voice of God says, put your pencil down. I put my pencil down on the table. I look up, and I start watching what the teacher was doing. And all of a sudden, the Lord says, you are a visual learner. I got an A out of the class. Oh, wait, 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 don't clap, don't clap, don't clap. Because that same boy that they told me I was special, when I walk across and receive my doctoral degree, no, 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 no,
don't, don't clap. Don't clap. Don't clap. Don't, y'all weren't clapping back then. Hey, <laughs> they probably were out there talking about he need to be out on the short bus. You know what I'm saying? Now, don't clap now. No, no, no. When, when I, well, let me just back up for a minute. Because when I walk across the stage with my associate's degree, and it was in uh, business management, I was like, man, I'm on to something. And then all of a sudden, I crossed the stage. My mom and dad was, oh, oh, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. You know what I'm saying? And then when I walk across the stage with my bachelor's degree, my bachelor's degree in business, they're like, oh, we might be on to something. Praise the Lord. Praise God, yeah. Then I walked across the stage, got my Masters of Divinity, and I'm walking across it. And this same boy that they said wasn't nothing. You with me? Because I didn't learn like everybody else. Man, when I walk across the stage with my doctoral degree, by this time I'm like. <laughs> it didn't stop there. They gave me some more money to go to school. I was getting ready to walk across again. And they said, your money has ran out. I'm like, I'm through getting education. Now, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> my, my, my point is, it does not matter what man says. What matters is what you know that God put on the inside of you. And we are made in the image of God and after God's likeness. You may call me dumb, but God called me something better. Hallelujah. And what you have to say don't count anyway. So listen, I got to pray. Can we pray? Can we pray? Come on, I want you to bow bow your heads right where you are because whatever man has said about you your authority that's going to come we hope you've been blessed by this message we encourage you to fellowship with us here at salvation center if you are in the san antonio area for more information visit our website at www.rccgsanantonio.org